Hello and welcome to the Vista Mart Podcast. I'm your host, Joshua. So for today, what we're going to do is introduce like weird things that we like that other people don't like. So for now, my weird thing that I like this TV show called Clarence. It's on Cartoon Network. Surprisingly, not a lot of people like it, but like I do, so it doesn't care. It doesn't matter, you know. Thank you for sharing, Joshua. I have never heard of that. I'm Mrs. Galvan, and something I like that most people don't like is cleaning. I love to clean. Uh, I'm Linus, and I like Legos. Thank you. I'm Parker, and uh, I really like school right now. I'm Ava, and I don't know why, but I really like eating chips and ice together. I'm Mia, and something that I like that specifically Ava bashes all the time is that I like The Office. Ooh, same. Okay, I'm Abby, and I love kids of all ages. I don't <laughs> care if they're annoying or not annoying, but I love all kids. I'm Sydney, and I like wearing summery attire in Vistamar. <laughs> For today, today we have a special guest, Jeremy. Uh, hey, uh, I'm Jeremy. Uh, uh, the thing that I like that some other people don't like, uh, I like eating olives. They taste mm, good I to me. I love olives. I sit in my kitchen and I eat them for dinner. Mm. Yes. I like olives. <laughs> 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 okay, fine. Alright, for today, for this podcast, we're going to be talking about our hot takes. And whatever hot takes that we have. So, Ava, you're up for it? Okay, well, I hate Harry Potter. Like, I despise it. I've always oh hated gosh. it. Um, like, it started in, like, fifth grade, where, like, everyone, for some reason, like, was just talking about it nonstop, and I was like, can y'all please shut up? Like, is it that hard to just close your mouth and not speak about <laughs> Harry Potter for one <laughs> second of your life? It's not even the fandom itself, it's also the fact that, like, when I tried to read the first book, I wanted to, like, literally, like, actually just stop reading it like my eyes were bleeding like it hurt so bad to get, even get through the second chapter it was so horribly boring i did not care about harry potter i don't care about his backstory i don't care about hermione she's annoying and rude i just don't like anyone and the only person that i like is the villain or whatever his name is i like his he's voldemort the voldemort. one who can't be named no i don't i don't care about draco i, I don't know voldemort. okay i just find it weird how like he's people bash like for example, Twilight or something, because they're like, oh my god, like, werewolves and vampires, so cringe. But then they're like the same people that go and are like, oh, what house are you from? I want to be special. <laughs> I'm from Gryffindor. I love Slytherin. And it's just like, please shut up. You're such a hypocrite. I hate these people so much. And I also hate Harry Potter. I That's feel like it. you resignate with one of the characters too much, and you just hate it. Damn, same. What? Ooh, what character is Yes. That? But also, I couldn't get through the books either. I The yeah. movies were great. I could not read past the like chapter it's like mm -hmm. i did not yeah. like right as i saw the scene where robert how do you how do you say his last name robert patterson or something pattinson. when he was like running into like the air and coming down there was a yeah. scene in the movie it was the most cringe thing ever i that's how i stopped watching yeah. that because i was like what is this movie it's so stupid i just didn't i, I just don't like anything about it i'm really biased i just don't like it at all i used to be like super into harry potter and then i realized like yeah this is not really that good. so i like got out of it I used to hide the fact that I was super in Harry Potter. Mm. Yeah, I would geek about it. Because I'd always be like, no, I like Star Wars better. No, I don't. I'd full on like, 
hot. <laughs> I remember just never getting into it. I was more into like Percy Jackson, mm. like oh yeah, that, that type. I was yeah, yeah, yeah. one of those. So I already had a, like something to kind of like get into. So and also the people in my school who were into Harry Potter. Um, I'm sure you were great though. The people in my school who were into Harry Potter. Um, kind of kind of lame. <laughs> That's why I hid it. That's why I kept it a secret. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure you were awesome. I'm sure like great time with you in middle school. Um, yeah. <laughs> but um, but yeah, it's just like it put me off to it because like okay, like what type of person you're the type of person that likes this, like knowing you, like I'm not sure I, I would enjoy this like medium of entertainment, <laughs> like and so yeah. Like I remember people were talking about their own houses and like where they were and like how they're Gryffindor, Slytherin, and then Ravenclaw, Hufflepuff. And then, like, after, like, in, like, fifth grade, like, it just seemed, like, pretty cool. But, like, once you get to, like, eighth grade, you realize it's, like, this is kind of corny, man. Like, come no on. No, it's not. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's so rude. I, was always, I would always, like, look down on the people that would get Hufflepuff. I'd be, like, how weak do you have to be? <laughs> sorry, so I, like, I never met anyone that. who was a Hufflepuff. My, my best friend was a Hufflepuff. Oh. And I was like, I didn't want to be real. I was like, oh, that's cute. But inside I was like, why do you get Hufflepuff? Is she still your best friend? No. Oh. <laughs> this is all <laughs> making yeah. sense. Uh, yes. We like, we like drifted apart. We all had a best friend from Evina that drifted apart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was a little messy. Very messy. I saw like so many oh Hufflepuffs. You guys are from like MBMS too? Why are there so many? Oh, yeah. Wait, no, so fun. Like, how'd y'all find out? Or like y'all just like chose a group or like it's like a test online. Yeah. You 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 it's take a test online and it'll tell you. Oh, there's an online test to. Oh know yeah, what no, there's an online test and everything, and it's oh. like people go, people go all out for these kind of things. What does Hufflepuff mean? <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> I love your question. Like Basically, like you're a wuss. Oh. Or a softy. Yeah. 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 Into with like the Harry, like I started checking out this like the actual Harry Potter lore and like the big thing was just like the big thing with the story it was with the wizards and stuff is just like keeping the status quo like that's like that's the main he like every in yeah. all the lore I've seen yep like the hero of the situation is person who keeps the status quo like like, <laughs> like that's why people were kind of mad at the it's like they're making a like a game they're making a game right now a Harry Potter game and like the whole thing. He's like about a goblin rebellion, and the goblins don't want to be second class citizens anymore, and you have to stop them from from doing oh <laughs> first class citizens. That's the whole thing. Oh, that's, that's horrible. It <laughs> doesn't seem like that's horrible. Like, like, <laughs> also, like at the end of the story, he becomes a cop. Like, he's like, yeah. he's like the whole thing is kind of just like keeping the way. Keeping keep, the like, social the order. The heroes of the people. Yeah, exactly. Keep things the way Spoiler they are. alert. Ah. I oh, think yes, we should know. I haven't seen yeah. the movies Harry that have been Potter out yeah. that yeah. have been out yeah. for decades now. <laughs> I've always been into Hunger Games. Like that was yes. that was mine. Yes. My yes. Like I used to be big in Harry Potter. Like I have seen all the movies hundreds of times. And I used to be big in Harry Potter up until probably last year okay. when I realized that you know, why? Yeah. So why am I still Why is that a bad thing? It's not, but it's also that, like, I kind of just grew out of it a little bit. That, like, you know, I used to be, like, all about Harry Potter, and now it's kind of like, yeah, I like it still. Like, it's it's good and everything, and, like, I admire it for what it is. But it's also, like, you know, that's not necessarily, like, all who I am anymore. That, like, that's 
I kind of grew out of it a little bit. But yeah, no, I definitely agree on the Hunger Games. Yeah. All right, moving on to the next hot take from Mia. This is Cats. Anyways, back to the next hot take. Cats are better than dogs. And I only Ooh. say this because I d- I've had both. And I the dogs that I have had, I, I really like and I do love them. But like, it's the barking. I can't do anything without getting barked at or sleep. Um, and it, it doesn't like me either. It's bit me countless times. I mean, they he constantly <laughs> my, want I attention. have a French bulldog too. He's really cute. It's just like, and those constantly. Oh my god. They <laughs> constantly <laughs> want he attention. Loves my mom too. Exactly. He's l- like really spoiled too. <laughs> but like I do love him. But I think a cat. It, uh, for me, is probably better. They're cuddly. They can be mean. I've they had mean like cats rip that you scratch to shreds. Me. But in the end, it's worth it because <laughs> it's not as. <laughs> I mean, you know, as bad as the dog they're not wrong. But also, a dog can protect you more if you have like an intruder. A cat's just gonna be like. True. <laughs> That's actually true. Unless you're my dog, and you're into it. But like, you could train them, I guess. I really love both, but I cannot have a cat because my husband claims he's allergic. Um, and yeah, I think I think it's not true. Oh, oh. <laughs> I literally am allergic to both. Like I've I've oh been allergic. No. I've been allergic to every single pet I've ever owned. Oh, do you still own? Do you still own them? Oh yeah, no. I have a dog and a cat now. Yeah. Uh, but I've been allergic to the bunny rabbits I've had. The the only animal that I wasn't allergic to was a fish and a hamster. Oh, those that are was boring. it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Just don't eat it. Just don't eat the fish. You should be fine. Right. <laughs> I get it if you're like eating the fish. No. No. But it's like I just I get. I've been allergic to pretty much every single animal I've ever owned. Wait, guys. No. Anyways, back to the hot take. I also feel like cat names are better. Like, I s- really struggle coming up with dog names, but with cat names, it could be like, give yeah. me 10 seconds, I could come up with it. I feel like cats have to be Regimental. like, if I were to get a cat, I feel like it needs to be a girl. I don't oh. know. Like a guy cat, I'd be like. I know. <laughs> no, no, Jocelyn. <laughs> I don't know. Cats also do really funny things. Um, they they're very entertaining. But cats and dogs together, oh. like I would like wish for, because I do want a cat. That yeah. Yeah. I'd want like a little cat dog duo. I think I might just make my husband take Claritin and get a cat. Yeah, but it's always better when like the cat's like a little more like if the cat's a girl, the dog's a guy, and the cat's a little more like feisty, you know? (laughs) I don't know. I feel like now it's like hard to pick. Well, he grew up with a cat, so he dealt with it then. I don't get why he can't deal with it now. Well, mm. you can you can kind of develop allergies yeah. to animals. Aww. You can ca- that is a thing that like you can. My dad had a dog growing up, and then he went to college, and then he was allergic to his own dog, so he has asthma from it now. Aww. So we can't have any pets, That's and so my sad. whole family is allergic. So. Aww. Yeah. I had a, I had a dog once. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Same. Ran away. Oh, oh. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> 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 oh, that build up just to say right away. Coco would like 
would run away, would come back in the morning and like start scratching the door. <laughs> I wake up. Yeah. Because because her fur was like kind of like, co- like hot cocoa. Aww. And she would run away and come back, and so I think she started leaving, and we just like, oh, okay, I guess she'll just come back. One day she didn't come back. Oh, yeah, no. that's like that's a cat <laughs> thing that I kind of like like because when cats go away, you don't have to like if my if I weren't able to like find my dog and we weren't in my house, I would like have a panic attack. But cats are like they're not gonna. You like, can just like figure they're either outside or inside. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but cats can also climb trees, so there is that, that, like, they right, can right, run up right. trees. All right, we're moving on to the next hot take to, uh, from Ellie. <laughs> what? <laughs> 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 All right, moving on to the next hot take. Okay. I'm Abby. <laughs> Um, my hot take is that emotional support animals shouldn't be considered service animals. Oh. And because of this, I'd like a lot of, I don't know, no. a lot of people Uh-oh. like to bring their Uh-oh. pets somewhere if they get like panic attacks, whatever. But if they're not like emotional support animals aren't trained, they're basically just like animals used for comfort, but they're not trained. You know, like if you have like a service dog, you can't, other dogs can't like come up to the service dog. The service dog is trained to like not do anything like I just saw a video yesterday about like this woman and it's not like a pet friendly place only service dogs allowed this woman had a service animal and then another woman had a dog who didn't have like anything on it and started like attacking the service dog not like attacking attacking but like barking at it and they're not supposed to do that and so the woman was saying like it's an emotional support animal and and then the woman with the service dog was like oh but you know that that doesn't count like there's not he's not getting trained and it was like a very big thing with Karen, so like she was not really making any sense. But you know, I feel like people get that like confused. Mm. What do you guys think? I didn't know the difference until she just said it right now. So oh. I like I thought it was just like a general like if you need a pet, here you go. That's like I don't know the difference between because like they need like because like service dogs need or like animals used as dogs need to be like trained. You know, if their owner has like a seizure or something, it needs to be trained to like if there's no one around to like people to, you know, support it, you know, but, like, emotional support animals have nothing to do with it. If my dog's an emotional support animal, kind of, I guess, because of the comfort, but, like, if I were to, like, pass out, he would just, like, I don't know, be lazy today and not do anything. Oh, he might lick your face. And he would, like, I mean, yes. like, yeah. I can see where you're coming from on that, that, like, they don't have, like, the same level of training as, like, service animals. But at the same time, it's like if you get, let's say, for example, panic attacks, like, and the animal's kind of like the only thing that calms you down. I know, but like, if you get panic attacks, you're eligible to get a service dog. So train. Oh, you are. Yeah. Oh. And like the thing is for like you know like there's like reasons. Oh, I see. Okay, so you're just saying if you have an emotional support animal, just get a service dog. Yeah, basically. Kind of. I mean, if you want, like, if you don't have like actual panic attacks and you just like you know because some people like anxiety levels are very different Mm -hmm. you know so if you just have like a little anxiety and you want like a pet you know and you can't bring it into it because there's usually like a reason you can't bring a pet into a certain place only like service animals but you know if you get you know if you just are like lonely or something yeah no i agree with that that like if you have an emotional support animal maybe you should just get a service animal but like if you can't afford a service animal then 
Yeah, continue using your emotional I support. Yeah, I don't know what would happen then. I mm. think you might just, I, I feel like this happens where you can't afford anything else. You just mm. don't get it. Mm. I just learned something, because I never knew how people got service animals. But yeah, I, that's something I haven't thought about, like the actual cost. Mm. We should like Google this. You like, I think you like, um, <coughs> uh, can't like put in an offer, but like, I don't know if it's like a doctor thing mm. or like a therapist thing. Maybe there's a nonprofit that helps fund it. We'll have to come back to this on the fact check portion of the show. Your doctor like with like your physical problems like having seizures yeah. and that things like that, your doctor probably know. Oh, I hope, I hope oh maybe insurance knows. covers it. <laughs> yeah, oh maybe okay. insurance covers it. Yeah. If you have insurance. Um, yeah, hopefully your doctor yeah. knows. Uh, with like emotional and psychological stuff. Maybe your therapist is just like, Hey, I got this problem. I'm not sure like if they draw the line at mm-hmm. a certain point if they mm-hmm. decide. But I don't know. Mm. All right, moving on to our next hot take from Parker. Uh my hot take is that Racing is boring, uh, and that's any kind of racing, horse, car, I don't care. (coughs) It's boring. It's just you're watching things either run in a straight line or run around a track or drive around a track, and that's just like you could be doing so many other things with your time than just, oh, look, another left turn. It's like, come on. At what point do you kind of draw the line on – (laughs) <laughs> what you're doing on the weekends like if I you go to a party and it's on tv that's a different thing i'm talking about people who like go home and decide hey i have some free time let's watch some racing like that I reconsider mean, i feel like it's only interesting if like you know somebody racing whatever yep. if you're like a really big fan or you bet on it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, my thing is, if you, bet on you know, mm-hmm. being in a family with a large car, cu- uh, car culture, you know, my family, besides, like, the adults, like, using that as an excuse to get drunk, mm-hmm. which is, like, one mm-hmm. of the main reasons, right. even, even at home, like, home parties, like, right. it's just, like, mm-hmm. NASCAR, let's, you know, like, <laughs> it's socially acceptable for me to right. be drunk at this time, period yep. of time, so, but, <laughs> <laughs> but um, also, you know, for me, at least, kind of looking at it, it's not just, like, turning left or going a straight line, it's turning left or going a straight line at, like, hundreds of miles per hour, you know, yeah. I think it's like more of like the potential danger of it. Of the, it yeah. it's a, something mm-hmm. that might like. It's one of those things like might sure. not be as visually impressive to someone, but to actually pull it off and not die. <laughs> like it's sure. It's yeah, no, impressive. I, I can see that. I can see that. I, honestly, for me, I time to time I'll watch a little bit of racing. Like if it's like on, then I'll watch it. But like I'm not really like bored when I'm watching watching it. You know, like it, it's cool mainly because I like cars. You know, mm. so. Yeah, I'd say that's, I'd say, like, that's the other thing is, like, you kind of have to be into cars to, like, to like it. Like, as somebody who's, like, I like fancy cars, but, like, I'm not, like, a car person. Right, exactly. It's, like, you know, kind of, you kind of have to be into cars or, like, into the thing that you're watching race or else it's just kind of, like, me. Because you also don't get how cool it is. Right, exactly. Right, like when you like yeah, know what they're school. doing, right? Like I've been in races before. I've been like, been go karts and like go karts, mm-hmm. and it's much more exciting when 
your life is on the line. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Like, when you're driving, like, like looking at outside, and unless, like, you're really into cars, like, mm-hmm. there's a lot of stuff that goes into it with, like, right. dynamics, like, the whole thing, sure. like, slipstream behind somebody to get more momentum to your right. and stuff like that. You have to take a lot more stuff into account sure. when you're actually controlling the machine. Right. When you're looking outside, and you're just seeing it go. Right, it's kind of like, oh, great, they're going. But, yeah, like, you have to be behind the scenes. I, I would just watch it out of the morbid curiosity of it, like you were saying. Because yeah, like I, have, I have the simplistic brain of, like, ooh, big crash, entertaining. <laughs> so that's why I would watch it, personally. Hmm. Yeah. What about swimming? Would you watch a swim race? Uh, bike race? A bike race I would do because I actually I do like biking. Okay. Um, so that's something I would watch, and then not really swimming. Roller skate race? No. Oh. <laughs> no. Ski race? Yes, I would. I would watch a ski race because I do ski actually. Oh. What about the uh, amazing race? <laughs> no, I've <laughs> seen that, and I do not like that show. <laughs> <laughs> Just. See, I kind of like the swimming and the skiing, also because like it's also the duration of time. I think mm-hmm. that's one of the with the racing is that like Daytona. Is like how many laps? Like it's like you were saying, right. it's like for a long, it's a like right. it's a long stretch of time where mm-hmm. it's like swimming, a lot of times going there, going back. It's like mm-hmm. in that moment, and people are like inching, like yeah. right. it's like an inch further yeah. than somebody, like they're right up there, like yeah. Ooh, yeah. In. And same thing with like uh, it's skating. like the more yeah. Is it the circular na- nature of the track? That gets no, you? it's like it just seems to me that like it's just kind of people turning left. Right, mm-hmm. that like it's not really like physical. That I like it's there's not like a ah. there's not like a personal connection to what you're doing. And like NASCAR, like yeah, I see it. Like you kind of have to be behind the scenes to like mm. know how much adrenaline it brings. Mm. But like biking, there's like you're up close and personal with what you're doing. In a car, you're just kind of sitting there driving. But like you know, skiing, you're like, yeah, you're like going down this mountain, like trying to complete this in the least mm. possible amount of time. Like there's like a the personal, real. right. Yeah, you're yeah. like, there's like a personal mm. connection to what you're doing. Well, I think we should check back in with you after you get your driver's license and yes. you start driving on the yes. 405. Yes. Yeah. And if people are passing you going 80 miles yep. an hour and your, yeah. your life is on the line, we'll yep. check back yeah, in. Yeah, no, cause like I, right. I e-bike. So like I, that is real for me. All right, here's our next case. Okay, so I wrote that chocolate isn't candy, and I had a friend named Jake in like second grade, maybe first grade, and unfortunately he was he was wrong about this, and me and Jake are no longer friends. So (laughs) (laughs) chocolate chocolate simply isn't candy, guys. Thank you for listening. I feel like some it's it's its own thing. It's its its own thing. Some chocolate is like like chocolate chips are not candy, but like Twix and like because technically candy is like. But that's Sugar chocolate mixed in with something. That's chocolate it's and something else. That's what I'm saying. But like, say like a Hershey's bar. No. What would you consider that? That's it's its own thing. It's chocolate. It's a chocolate yeah. bar. It's not a candy bar. It's a chocolate right. bar. Right. Uh, candy's uh, like. Yeah. Candy's like like nerds. You know? Right. Yeah. That's like candy. Chocolate's kind like of just like its own thing. Caramel. Yes. What? Yes. Caramel is candy. Caramel is candy. Caramel is not candy. Nah. Yeah. If we're going by the What's same logic. What's your problem, Abby? It is candy. <laughs> if we're going by the same logic. Okay, maybe it's somewhere in between. Like, is your definition yeah. of candy like kind of cutting off like savory versus sweet? That's true. Mixed with chocolate. Well, like, cause, cause you can put it on ice cream, you know, or like a frozen yogurt, and it's its own thing. Like chocolate fudge, it's its own thing. It's not candy. 
know? Right. Jake is wrong. It's not candy. Jake is so. sugar. You put sugar in everything. But chocolate is its own thing, Jim. <laughs> hey, everyone has the right to be wrong, okay? Oh. And you're one of them. All right, next up, another hot take. Are you surprised yet? That's very, that's very funny, Joshua. I like that. Uh, <laughs> uh, so essentially, my hot take, and this is based off of the uh, the shrine in the girls' bathroom. Uh, Euphoria, oh, uh, the show, is is kind of is kind of mid, and uh, like I think people overhype it way too much. I what think is the mid? Lord, someone finally said it. Like someone finally. Great, uh, I vouch. I vouch with Jeremy. I vouch. I only like Fezco's storyline. I thought that was interesting, and everything else. It's okay. Like it has great cinematography. I'll give it that. Like some of the scenes, like especially when some of the characters doing drugs, like it's very interesting visually. But <laughs> I feel like um, they use the visual aspects of the show to like mm-hmm. kind of pad around kind of like a <laughs> story. I think the acting was great. Like the way they portrayed their characters, there was no character growth in the entire season. They didn't really like finish each storyline, and I feel like yeah, that could be for like the next season. But also like do something with it and the like the writers of the show are insane like they are insane um which i guess like works but i also feel like i don't know like you can kind of see like the whole um consequences of some actions but they they didn't show like with like drinking and driving nothing happened with that you know like with all the drug use it just ended up being like fine you know ended up just being sober you know barely showed any struggle with that and everyone says like they're not glorifying drugs they're like but yeah they are they they are the whole show is like the whole like aesthetic of it it's like yes they are you know they're showing like why they're bad but like if you're like 10 to 14 watching this (coughs) you're gonna be like oh like the whole aesthetic seems cool even though what they're showing is bad you know because they're not like they don't know what it really is. And I just, I don't know. It's like how all the characters are, e- are able to like somewhat keep their lives together, even though like they're partying multiple days in the middle of the week. Yeah. Do, drinking right. doing a bunch of different drugs. Like I remember watching the show, I'm like, don't they got like, like, Imagine talking to that person where you got a hand in you tomorrow, you got an in-class essay. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> like, they completely brush over the fact doing that these are all high schoolers. Like, these are like, high schoolers, and Todd's like, oh, I got into this school. How? What, what time did you have to do the application? Because that's how, like, you, you can turn up on a Wednesday. On a Wednesday. I, I agree with you. Have you ever seen the show? You should watch it with your kids. No. No, don't watch it in general. I think also like what kind of caught me the show is like the characters, every almost every individual character is like in regular people's lives. I might know one person like one of the characters, but it's like all of them in one place in one school, yeah. just being awful That's what I'm and just insane and crazy to each other. Like it's like high school like dramatism to the max. They it's just like, tried to hit every yeah. single yeah. thing. It was like high school drama, the show. The one thing they didn't hit, though, was drunk driving, which happened a lot in the season. And I was like, okay, someone's going to get hurt by this. Nope. Like, what? It's kind of like the whole thing. Like, like show a consequence. Yeah. Like, this is insane. What are you doing? It just was, like, weird. It just was weird. And, but also, like, 
the season two was not supposed to happen how it happened because two of the actors apparently do not like each other at all and were supposed to have like kind of like a whole like love storyline and that didn't end up happening because they refused to work with each other so what was the last Hunter Schaefer and Jacob Elordi yeah it wasn't supposed to be Cassie it was supposed to be Jules now I kind of want to watch it it's definitely like <laughs> if you watch it like with your husband you'll just be like Whoa. but don't like because a lot of parents no. right, I talked to my mom about like all her friends that watch it because in like their new movie they've casted like a person from the show yeah. so they've all like watched it but they're all like thinking like is this what my kid has gone through oh. is this you know yeah mm. which maybe but not that extreme hmm. you know I'm just imagining like this girl going with her husband just watching just <laughs> and it's just like crazy stuff that you <laughs> Yeah. Don't make it like give you anxiety about <laughs> like your kids. Because yeah. it will. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'll report back. I'll report back. But I also I'll take all of this uh, into consideration that Jeremy says it's mid. Um, <laughs> I just say don't watch it at all. There's way better shows you Linus can watch. Linus says no. Well, you got a better. Sh- we got like a show you can watch right now. So watch that. Oh. Like yeah. It's kind of slow at some parts. Yeah. Like we're just sitting in our bed, like, huh. My life is kind of down right now. And that's yeah. like a third of the show. I'm like, okay, man. You know, we get it. It's like a show tries to start so well, and then it, like, goes downhill so fast that it's, like, it made my head spin. Like, it was just terrible after, like, one, like, part of the show. And it's just like, okay, man. Like, yeah. Come on. Well, this got me. This really made but me, like, uh, like, crack down that guy and oh beat him up in his own house. Like, like yeah. A high school that kid like tracked down another high school kid and beat him up? Twice. But this high school kid is a grown man. Like, matchup would never happen in real life. Where are their parents? All right. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we're saying. And the parents that abuse you every week. Very responsible. All right. Clearly. Next up, a hot take from Sydney. Okay. So, my hot take is that horoscopes are a joke. I can literally not tell you anything about my horoscope. And, like, if if someone, if I tell someone my horoscope, I feel like they're just, like, going to think that about me, like, the characteristics of that. And, like, people can be things that the horoscope does not classify. And I think it's just become something in our culture that's, like, so normalized that I just, like, I don't understand why. Yeah, I feel like a lot of them say, like, the most bland things. Like, it's like yeah. how another hot type, sidekicks, you know, maybe not the most real, okay? They say, like, bland things like, does anybody have a family member that passed away recently to, like, a crowd of 100 people? And someone's like, you're talking to me. It's the same with horoscopes. Like, they, like this person's quiet if, you d- if they don't know you at all. Yeah. But once you get to know them, they talk a little more. Like, that's with everybody. Yeah, yeah. I know. They're not know. talking to you specifically because you were born in June. Yeah, yeah and then there's, like, Gemini rising, or you have like a moon, or some like hello, like why do we need all of this? People like literally like get like I've seen people get like bashed on the internet because like apparently like cancers are like total like angels and like Gemini's are psychotic and Scorpios like don't ever date a Scorpio man or something like that. See that that also bugs you know and it is like it's like it's it's the fact that everyone like. Bases their entire life off of this. Yes. It's literally a stereotype. Yes. It's literally a stereotype. Yes. And it's like, it's oh a glorified stereotype. 
Like, wake up. If you really like, look at all of the characteristics, it's they're like the same thing. They're the same I thing. I think it like <laughs> comes from like uh, a bit of ignorance and a little like a little dash of fear. Like a lot of people, of course, like especially younger people, you know, little, little dash of fear. A lot of young people they want to get to know, they want to understand themselves. Like, who am I? You know, mm -hmm. I want to understand yeah. myself. And some like I have an easy answer. Here's an easy answer for you. This is who you are. And so when people give people easy it's answers. It's like comforting. Yeah. People give people easy answers to difficult questions. Of course, you're going to get people who are going to follow that. Also, like, it's like the whole, like, oh, like, Pharisees are this, or Pisces are that, or whatever. It's also like people are nervous to open up to people. And so I feel like we feel like if they have, like, a, like they have a superior measure. Like yep. Hey, baby, what's your sign? Right. Is that not a pickup line? No? No? Sorry. Okay. We're like, oh, what right. time? Awkward. That's literally <laughs> how people like <laughs> greet people. Like, no, what's your sign? Like, like, to be a certain sign to oh. get like a real probably like promposals interesting alright we have to cut um, thank you everybody <laughs> hello this is day two of this week's episode or is it this no it, this is day two of recording this podcast uh, we don't have Jeremy and Linus with us right now. Linus, I'm not sure if he's coming back, <laughs> sadly. <laughs> Jeremy was our special guest. Today we have Robbie, though. Say hi, Robbie. Hello. And we're going to be continuing the hot takes with my hot take. I do not like relatable villains. And this is just kind of like an opinion that's been building up for a little while. I don't like it when, like, media tries to make like a villain relatable to its audience i think what makes a great villain for me is like a villain that is like you like but like you you realize yes like it's fine to completely root against this character but like they're just enjoyable to watch like you enjoy looking at them being a villain but you just but still root against them it's like i don't want like <laughs> enjoyable villains to just have like this sad backstory that makes you want to like relate to them because I don't think a villain should, I don't think, like, you should understand why a villain does the things it does. But once you try to, like, relate a villain in, like, the same way that you would relate to, like, a main protagonist or, like, the character you're supposed to be rooting for, then the charm of the villain overall is, like, it's instantly taken away. And it's just, like, uh, it's just another person with, like, conflicted morals that we have to, like, go up against. All right. As always, you're going to have to give Mrs. Galvan an example. What is an example of a relatable villain and one that's like uh, a villain that you think is quality? Quality, I think a relatable villain that's like mainly the nowadays is like the Joker. Yeah, like the Joker. Exactly. That sad backstory. Like, yeah. and like I enjoyed the Joker film, but I think that that the that depiction of Joker should be like its own like thing and not like a main like a main depiction of Joker, because they they clearly want you to like root for the joker even though the joker has always been an entertaining character to like root against mm. like he's always been like this despicable like person that you just see on screen you're like oh like why is he here but like he's super entertaining because like of how he is as a character i think another example is like what they tried to do with cruella oh i haven't seen cruella is it good i don't know i know from what i've seen they try to make her have more of a sad backstory, like her mother was killed by Dalmatians. And it was like Aww. the weirdest thing. 
Because, like, when you actually see, That's like, the... That's a good way to go. When you actually see the scene, it's, like, two Dalmatians, like, shove her, I think, shove her off a cliff. Oh, no. And she just, like, falls. Oh, no. Sorry it's to like laugh at that. That's no, crazy. but like how? Like yeah. why did they think that was gonna? Like Dalmatians yeah. are so kind. I guess. <laughs> I guess. Like, do dogs I feel like like when we're like younger, we don't have as much sympathy or empathy. So I feel like like villains when we were younger didn't have or like at least for like this age group, they didn't come up with all those like backstories yet, you know, or at least ones that like we didn't really care about. And I feel like it just made those villains like scary and good and like what you were saying like they you see them and you're like oh why are we there mm-hmm. but I also can like think of this in a way where it's like if a villain has gone through the same stuff as you then like <laughs> you know then you start to feel like hmm like hmm. it's because it's awkward. like forming more of a connection to you and that villain and it's mm. like it's really weird to have like I sh- like being able to relate to a villain. You, I think, takes away the villainous aspect of it. Like it's just like, like what I said earlier. It's like another person with like morals that are conflicting with mine. Like you just want to hate the villain. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I do like to like hate the villain. Crazy. So they see a movie. Yeah. They're like, hmm, I've kind of gone through the same stuff, so I'm gonna act like this person. Oh no. Joker fans. Like you see yeah, like yeah, the yeah. people who like recreate movies. Oh. You know, and it's that's like. That's worrisome. Yeah. Y'all have ever seen Silence of the Lambs? Yes. That's what I wrote my personal statement on. That first day, ate steak afterwards, and that was the biggest regret of my life. <laughs> no, you can't. My brother, my brother was like, because my younger brother's really into horror movies, and he goes, oh, we're watching TV anyway. Let's watch Silence of the Lambs. And I go, okay. It's good. And we watch 15 minutes of it, and it's like, okay, like my dad calls us to dinner. And we're eating medium rare steak, and I take two bites, and I go, Dad, thank you for dinner. I cannot eat this. You're now a vegetarian. (laughs) Because I just, like, I got, like, hello, Clarice, in the back of my mind. Like, you can't eat meat after watching that movie. And if you do, you're, like, the strongest person on earth. God's strongest warrior. But what's that guy's name? Hannibal Hannibal Lecter. He's not relatable, is he? Maybe to some people. (laughs) 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 We don't know. (laughs) Oh, gross. There's a spectrum of relatability, apparently. Well, but he, you also, like, in that movie, you also kind of want to like him because he is helping the protagonist, the main character, get to the other villain. We don't like the other villain, you know, because there's, like, two villains in the story. Yeah, you're right. It's the other guy who's actually doing it. Yeah. But then, you know, like, this... Because you want to be Clarice. helpful, but he's yeah. also like weird and I don't know. I, I'm fascinated by this hot take. I have one more question. I didn't see the most recent Joker movie, but I have seen all of the Batman movies that were out like 10 years ago with Heath Ledger as, as the Joker. So is, was Heath Ledger a relatable Joker villain or was he more of like a good villain in your eyes, Josh? That's hard to say because it's been like like years since I watched those films so like I don't remember I remember the action was really cool and I remember seeing like Two-Face on like the hospital bed and that was it Mm. I feel like like he's like that one was more better because then also like that movie wasn't about him specifically yeah Yeah. you get into the one with um what was his name Mm, yeah Joaquin Phoenix yeah yeah oh he's crazy 
then well, hopefully he's not listening to this podcast. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, they all did. Like Jared yeah. Leto playing the yeah. Joker in Suicide Squad went insane because of method acting. Like it's weird. Yeah, he's weird with his method. I used to love Jared Leto. He was I in uh, that show that came out when I was a freshman in high school called My So Called Life. It was one season. You should Google it. Um, it's a great show. Has Claire Danes, Jared Leto. He was like the heartthrob, and he looked completely different now. Um, yeah. He's gone weird, um, but he when he was young, he was super cute. No, no, he was a vampire in the most recent like Marvel film. <laughs> he's Morbius. I don't think you should watch Morbius. Don't waste your time. <laughs> <laughs> but oh. I think I think the. Like the Dark Knight, like Joker is more like of a villain. You know, he's not really relatable, but like you can understand his motives, and I think that's a great part about it. Like, like I should like like I think a flaw, a more flawed villain would be like a villain with like s- like just weird motives or like like barely any motives at all besides being evil. Mm-hmm. You know, but like once you understand like the motives of the character, but like. I think once you understand the motives of the character, it makes them like. It makes them more, like more of a better villain, you know. Well, yeah, I think like if I were to use an example like from my person, like what I've seen, I think. I think like uh, this is another comic book character, but this is a villain called uh, Doctor Doom in like the Marvel comics. I think like. I genuinely think like he's one of the best like villains that I've ever like seen in my life. Just cause like his entire is like the the entire thing about the character is that like he's evil because he's like supposed to be a necessary evil. Like like you like I think you're you're supposed to root against him because you you already do not like what he's trying to achieve. But what he's trying to achieve is world peace. But, like, the way he goes about it is what makes him, like, hard to, like, be rela- relate to, you know? Isn't that the guy who had the glove? Oh, Thanos? I yeah. think Thanos is a fine villain. I didn't want to mention Thanos because I didn't <laughs> like him as much. Yeah, I don't he like was, him like, as much weird. I don't know. It was, like, it didn't seem like a villain villain. And I feel like, like, if a villain has that kind of backstory, like a soft backstory, it makes him vulnerable. And it mm. makes, you know, like, if you're a good villain, you shouldn't have a weak spot. Or you shouldn't mm. let people know your weak spot. Ah, no. I see. Well, as always with all these hot takes, I feel like we could talk about them for an hour, but we got another hot take to get to, don't we, Josh? Yeah, no, it's time for Miss G's hot take. Oh, well, okay, I could go, and then Robbie could go. Um, all right, so my hot take is pretty different uh, and makes me feel like such a nerd, um, but I feel very strongly that one should delete their emails, unread emails, they should mark them as read and delete them when they're done or put them in the appropriate folder and that they should read their text messages. I happen to be married some, to somebody who has 20,000 unread emails in his Gmail and he has like his text thing says like 300 on it, the little red number. And I don't have a red number. Like right now I have a three on my text thing and I'm driving me nuts. Um, I feel like there are two types of people in the world. You either delete your emails or you don't. And 
I, I feel very strongly about that. It takes two minutes to delete your email. So you just attend to it. That way you know what you got to do and know what you don't have to do. You don't want to lose an email. That's a, that could be, somebody could be sending you a coupon you need. Somebody could be like trying to reach out to you. I, I feel like I'm going to be alone in this hot take, but. I, <laughs> I understand that. <laughs> They don't? Like part of work. Oh. But like if it's like a friend or family member, they're probably going to text you. <laughs> if you're that is not true. reading them and letting them go off yeah. the blog, you're never going to see them because what if they're like, oh, they're not I have such a hard time unsubscribing from college emails. Oh. I, I've signed up for like whatever those accounts are. That's like, oh, you can un unsubscribe from the ones you want. I still get those emails. So that's the main reason why I have so many unread emails. How many unread do you have, Sydney? <laughs> Let me see in mail how many can, I have. Can you all be checking right now? I, I have need to know what I'm dealing with. I have 1,044 oh, no. emails. How many? 1,044. That's going to get out of hand fast. You better get on that. What? I have. My email count was about 5,000 some odd. Only 15. Hi, well, I, I have 7,955. 7,000? 8,955. 8, <gasps> the number keeps going up. Abby, is it 5,000? What about you? 800, <laughs> still. Uh, Mia, Ava, how about you? Unread emails. 4,000. Oh my God. It's all college. It's also 7,000. Yeah. 7,000. But also with text messages, I get a lot of junk. Like I get a lot yeah. of bots or like just like every day I'll get like five Facebook messages saying like oh. someone like posted clothes. something even though it had nothing to do with me or like oh. made a comment on someone else's post. And those are all coming from separate numbers. Okay. And so that's really annoying and after I have like 40 of those after like three or four days, I don't really want to deal with that and go through all those. I unsubscribe. I'm a religious unsubscriber and I have four unread emails right now. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let me look at my home account. Uh, here goes my home account. Um, 10. I don't know how to unsubscribe though, because I oh, unsubscribe. a button? I can show you. Well, I've I've done that for the New York <laughs> Times, and I've also gone on their website and canceled my subscription. And they still send it. They to send you? me emails like a ten a day. Oh, well you want the New York Times? That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! I guess I'm alone here. Um, okay. Robbie, do you want to talk about colleges or college basketball? Sure. The football? No, the thing. I'll just be quiet. Okay, so my hot take is that college basketball is more fun to watch than the NBA. And I just think this because, like, there's so many more teams, there's so many more divisions. All these are, like, young players, and then, like, like March Madness, for example, is, like, one of the most, like, popular college basketball tournaments. Like, everyone basically just shoots balls and, like, makes a bracket and stuff. And I think it's, like, also, like, if you root for a college, you have, like, a better connection to that team at college than because pro teams are just like the cities. I guess if you were in that city, you'd just root for the team and like be a diehard fan. But like if you went to the college where like your family or your father, your mother went to the college, it's like easier to like them. <laughs> yeah, like. <laughs> Abby, what do you think? I mean, I feel like to be, I feel like honestly going up in the town is more exciting and more like, don't you know? Like yeah. if I, I'll always be rooting for like. Big dogs in my town, the Rams, mm -hmm. more than 
wherever I go to college. Mm. Yeah, that's for me. <laughs> Robbie, what college team do you like? Um, well, my dad went to Naval Academy, so like uh-huh. football, Naval Academy all the way. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, there's a lot. And then, like, I guess, well, I'm going to TCU this year. I'm going to go for yeah. everything for them. Oh, yay. Where, where is TCU? Uh, t- it's in Fort Worth, Texas. Oh, cool. Oh, my gosh. So, other people, do you all watch college basketball? Not really. But I kind of see where Robbie's coming from. But I th- you watch football? Yeah. Because no. like, um, lo- it is a thing. Like, a lot of the time, of people root for, like, hometowns or, like, towns that they grew up with in or, like, instead of, like, actual, like, different, like, sort of universities, like, like I like, it's weird because a lot of people out here, like if you ask them like what like football team they root for, they'll probably say like some sort of Californian like football team, like mm-hmm. like Rams or Forty ers or like like Chargers. Chargers is is California again, Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. But like, there's like a whole different variety of people who like root for like certain types of types of colleges, mm-hmm. and it's like. It's nice to see that variety, honestly. I mean, my my dad loves college basketball. Mm-hmm. My dad watches them, and they like when they get good, the University of Michigan. Mm-hmm. I went to Minnesota because my I grew up in Michigan, mm-hmm. like so like we have to go to games. Oh, there's some like states where people have to like put this the college team that they root for like like in their resume almost like it's like on their email sign off that I'm sure they delete their emails but anyways um like it's a big deal like you have to be a have a bigger claim Robbie is there another reason that is it is something about the quality of the playing that you like um I think it's also because like the I don't know the college there's always something new in college basketball like some teams always like don't have the pieces and like some underdog but like Mm. think in the NBA it's like oh LeBron's gonna do another great year Kevin Durant's gonna do another great year like Lakers are going to be good again. Mm. So, I mean, I think it's a, a little repetitive almost. Like, the same players are going to keep being good. And, like, a little, there's still, there's just more variety in college basketball. And that's cool. And it's a lot of teams, too. Yeah. So many more teams to root for. Well, that's pretty much it for this podcast. Episode 2, Season 3. I'm your host, Joshua. Wait, how, how are we going to do the outro, actually? <laughs> Hold on. Well, no, I does, does Lucas, do you have a hot take? Um, I mean, I, 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 did, I did give my bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. My bad. <laughs> oh, Megan said, uh, uh, yeah, where is Megan? Um, she She's packing to go to Canada tomorrow. Oh. Yeah, so All right. she had so to miss cool. today. Okay, well, tell her I hope that she has fun. So um, what's Megan's hot take? Her hot take is <laughs> red carpet events are gratuitous displays of wealth. And um, it's a display of income inequality as the top percent uh, kind of flaunt it just on TV with yeah. Ron every year. What do you think about that? Do you agree? Um, yeah, I, I agree. I mean, the, the red carpet, what's like the overall goal? It's just like a, like it's a, a fashion parade. It's just like a parade, right? Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of those people that are on there, I mean, obviously some took their family's wealth, but I think a lot of them kind of, like, grew from 
the ground up, you know what I mean? And I feel like it's a way for just, you know, them to, like, show what they've accomplished. And mm-hmm. Everyone, you know, lots of people love captions from yeah. a lot of people. And I feel like you could say that about a lot of things, like, social media or, like, mm-hmm. you know, like, people, like, any thing on the internet is just people, like, showing off their wealth, I guess, in mm-hmm. some ways. And some people are showing off their not wealth, you know what I mean? Like, it's all, yeah. like, different kinds of people. I feel like it's just, like, another, you know, there's so many, like, award shows and all that stuff like that. And, like, I've seen people on there, you know, they have nothing growing up, you know? Yeah, no, I I agree with that. I but I think there is like just a lot of award shows every year for celebrities. There's the Oscars, the Grammys, the Emmys, the Tonys, all of these things. I love them all. Yeah, I mean but they're she's fun. Right, like there but is like something awful w- about it. We don't it. need <laughs> celebrities spending like tens of thousands, to hundreds of thousands of dollars on one article of clothing that they're gonna wear yeah. for one event, and then a lot of times the mean designers donate them. Yeah, they don't usually. Yeah. They don't buy that's them. True. I, I, I like they're kind of like showing them off. Yeah, for that's true. That's designers. true. Which I guess is a way to like put out the designs for the designers benefit. That could yeah. be but it does seem like a grown-up version of the prom or something. And it like just would be better if they weren't nude. Yeah. You know? Like, a lot of them are nude because it's, like, wealth is power. Mm-hmm. Power goes right to your head. And you're just rich. You know? Mm. Like, W. Like, <laughs> just, like, give it to your fans. Like, those are the people literally, like, giving you money. They don't even have fans anymore. Yeah, but I, I feel like celebrities are still, like, a lot of them are still rude to their fans. And they like are it, it, it kind of just, like, like the fans love it. Like, they'll take it. They're like, oh, my God, drama. Yeah. We get to well talk about like this it, like on Instagram for the next three days. <laughs> this might be a whole other topic, but should we be talking about the slap? Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> it was like, ah, geez, a whole other See, right, right, before, right before he slaps him, he's laughing at the joke. Call it, call it, call it and then... And then there was something that resurfaced of him, mm-hmm. like, laughing at something no, about... No, making the same joke about, like, the oh, thing that his wife yeah. has. But yeah. His wife is upset by it. Mm-hmm. He went after coming out publicly saying that she doesn't care what people say about her hair. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, it just... It was all weird. But Will Smith sucks. Oh, wow. We, got, we have... These are bo- more hot well, takes. No one <laughs> likes working with him anymore. Especially oh, no. after the Suicide Squad movie. He's very difficult to work with. What'd he do on Suicide Squad? I, like, he was just too, he's cocky, arrogant, like, thinks he's better than everybody else, you know? Oh. He has, like, a god complex. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't some of the A-listers on that movie. Like no, I know, but, like, something, you know, like, went, like, everything went straight to his head, you know? He, he's just a very selfish person. And, like, where were you when your wife's cheating on you? Oh, wow, okay. They, so I see he's had a lot of, like, he's had a lot of, like, bad press, and... Because he's, like, crazy. Oh, and he's goodness. really rude to his kids. Oh no. He's forced yeah, his kids a into a lot of stuff yeah. that they didn't want to do. We need like we think I think we need to research well. our podcast just to make sure we can fact check all of this. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but like I I think like that might happen with celebrities, right? Like you you, yeah. you end up getting so famous and like there's a lot to deal with and people people have a, a lot going on. I think you're still human and it's hard to hear criticism. I got to think Chris Rock deserved it, but I mean, he's been famous for so long. Like, at this point, I think, like, we 
should be able to take like no matter what the joke is, you should be able to take it and like be professional. You mm-hmm. could like go tweet about it or something after, but mm-hmm. walking on the stage and slapping someone in the face at the Oscars mm-hmm. is just unacceptable. Because he also during the commercial break, I was like, he got asked to leave. Oh really? And he said no. I didn't know that. And then, and then he's at the after party. Yeah, he did win best for actor. King Richard. Yeah. And then he's like crying in his speech. I don't know. I don't know why. I feel like Chris Rock. <laughs> I don't know how he managed to like stand there, laugh, and then like take a slap in the face. He's like, like he's trying to be professional. He was trying yeah. to be yeah. professional, but at the same, it's weird because he was like aggressively like coming up to him, like like clearly he was upset, and it was kind of like a cheap slap. Like he just like slapped him and turned his back and left. It was just like he's like yeah. I don't abide by violence, but I just like I could see where he's coming from. Like I, he's human, and he like he saw his wife's expression, and like he didn't want to take it, and they'd already had a joke that night. I don't know. But you deal with that after. Afterwards, yeah. you all have good points. I I'm still feeling conflicted. I there mean, were kids watching. I know yeah, my kids yeah, are watching with true. me actually. And it's not like <laughs> they're it's not like that was they were only being targeted. Like there wasn't other jokes. It's like yeah. they were making fun of so many people that whole night. That's and happened before too. What was the like the actual joke? All I heard about it was like about G.I. Jada. Like, um, G.I. Jane too. G.I. Jane. G.I. Jane, 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 Jane too. G.I. Jane is a army person. A very like buff lady. Center? I don't know. <laughs> what are you trying to say? <laughs> oh, she's a badass. That's not a badass. Yeah. Whoa. Like, where are you going with this? <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. But see, this has happened also in the past. Like, I think Taylor Swift, they joked about her having a bunch of, like, exes and that, yeah. like, I can't remember who it was. Um, oh, there's a whole, we had, can do a whole episode on that. We should invite George Kilroy. He, he, could, he can help us to talk about the whole Kanye Swift. Yep, that too. I'm on kind of I'm on Team D here, but um, I appreciate the the situation. Yeah, I think Josh, we're gonna have to wrap this up. And Ava, you're gonna (laughs) Ava's our 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 lovely editor in chief is like, oh my god, Miss Galvan, this episode's two hours now. Um, Maybe we can publish this as an addendum. All right, all right, Josh, close us out. All right, that is it for this episode of the Vistamark podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Joshua. Bye. Uh, bye. bye. Oh, we just say bye? I just say bye. All right, bye. <laughs> Goodbye. That's the end.